This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Your ride is about to begin. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Hello and welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I am Les Jackson. I am one of the co-hosts. The other voice you're about to hear, Fred Staub, is the other co-host. We are rolling down the road. It's a beautiful day on the East Coast. There's lots and lots and lots going on in the auto industry. I saw a C8 Corvette on the road yesterday. Wow, that's uh, one of the ones someone hasn't wrecked because apparently there's <laughs> been three true. or four that have been wrecked already. One wow. fell off a lift at a dealer because they didn't set it up right. And uh, mm. Another another one went went away in Nevada. But we'll talk about that. And uh, Les, we're also going to start uh, this hour with this question: Electric vehicles made Tesla the most valuable car company in America this week, hmm. at least according to Wall Street. But over at GM, EVs could cut into their market share, and Wall Street's not happy about that. What is going on? Well, what's going on on Wall Street, too? It's been an odd week. Anyway, we'll talk about it. And two new reveals from Lexus and Nissan are happening this week. We have the details. And, of course, we'll be monitoring the reviews. Yeah, we sure will. Yep. And Subaru powers up the popular Crosstrek. More power for the popular Crosstrek. And Honda got cyber attacked. Never good. The Dodge Never Durango did. gets redlined. Oh, yes. And uh, speaking of Corvettes, a little earlier at the Corvette Museum, it reopens with new displays and cars with great stories. Uh, I'm glad they've got it up back after that ridiculous uh, sinkhole almost destroyed it a <laughs> yeah, years ago. That's right. All that and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. You're absolutely right about the sinkhole. It actually became one of their most popular uh, attractions, the cars that were in the sinkhole. And hmm. uh, and they also have this car that a um, grocery store chain owner, he, he entombed it, a 1953 Corvette. He put it in this concrete tomb in the bottom of his store and left i remember i remember that's reading that story years ago uh and i don't think it was good for the car no although it is it is out and it is on display now at the corvette museum wonder you wonder what people are thinking it's like wow i could enjoy this great convertible car and have fun at it or i could put it in concrete with a porthole through it so you can look at it it just uh, yeah if if you're gonna if you're gonna just turn it into a display why not put it somewhere like in your living room or in your recreation Uh, funny you mention that because that's part of the story we'll (laughs) we'll have more about that when we come back on cruise control radio check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com i'm fred staub he's les jackson we'll be right back 
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. We've got a lot of automotive uh, information to impart to you. And uh, we're glad you're here to hear it. Interesting, uh, interesting situation, Les. Wall Street continues its love affair with Tesla, making it the most valuable car company in the world. The stock is almost, I think it was a hit $1,000 for the first time this week, worth more than Ford, General Motors, Honda, and Fiat Chrysler put together. Right? Wall Street loves them. But... That's it's a house of cards. Uh, you know, financially, we're talking about a house of cards. This is a company that's only made what a few hundred thousand cars in its history, right? And and there are no pro- well, it, there there are very few products to sell. Uh, no revenue planned for this year. <laughs> Has it ever ever had revenue? No. Uh, I think it made a profit one quarter. I think it made mm-hmm. a little like an on paper profit. But the the point is, it's 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 just a house of cards uh, on paper. It, well, they're um, looking they're looking at it as you know, let's pump this stock up and make a lot of money and then sell it off, right? I think so. Um, it, from a from a from an outsider's point of view, I look at it as the same thing as the dot com boom mm-hmm. of the uh, late nineties, where there was nothing there mm-hmm. at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Um, you know, uh, he's making terrific rockets. Yeah, apparently they work okay. Yeah. They're, well, yeah, they're great. The paint's a little bit better, I hear. And steering wheel doesn't fall off. <laughs> it, it better be. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is this is the side of Wall Street that turned that makes me quite cynical about yeah the finance industry. They're but, only looking at it as the financial. They're not looking at it as yeah. quality or whatever. Um, and the problem is now uh, over at GM because they've talked about they want to be the big electric vehicle manufacturer. And they want to go all electric, and it's a big thing. Well, Wall Street looks on that as as not a good good uh, move. They're saying the automakers' market share could be cut. This is a study from the Bank of America Global Research uh, Unit. They said uh, GM's twenty billion dollar investment in electric models and self driving technology over the next five years. Uh, could cause problems because they say uh, it's it's basically going to uh, be putting money uh, into electrics and cutting their uh, bread and butter gasoline powered pickup trucks. Well, um, they they make a good argument, but I just I don't agree mm-hmm. with them. I think that General Motors is one of the few corporations in America that's looking long term. Yeah. And and they've been at this for a long, for quite a while. Back in the '90s, we were going to uh, GM uh, technology events where they were they've been working on 
fuel cells and batteries and all kinds of things for the future. I think in that respect, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, The only question is, what is the American public going to embrace? Well, maybe the answer is, maybe the answer is make all vehicles your choice of gas or electric. Remember, we had this talk that you make all vehicles have a hybrid option. You make all vehicles have a regular gas option. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's hedging your bets. I mean, that's kind of what Ford wanted to do with the Rivian deal, you know, and when their when their F-150 pickup, electric pickup comes out, it's going to look like their electric pickup. You know, it's not it's not going to be the cyber truck. You know, it's going to it's not going to alienate anyone as far as the looks of the truck. It's going to look like a truck. It's going to look like the F-150 people are used to or the modern version of it. You know, Uh, this is why we've talked a lot about uh, companies having to get together, having to pool resources. We're seeing it now with uh, VW and Ford. Of course, Ford was going to do that Rivian deal with Lincoln. I believe that kind of went away due to covid who knows? It could come back. We're not sure. Uh, but they announced their big deal with VW, and they're doing things like electric vans and and uh, electric trucks and things like that. So, you That's know. right, because remember, cities and towns, certainly in Europe and Asia and, and beginning to be here, are going to be mandating only electric vehicles inside certain city limits for emissions and environmental concerns. Um, the, I think they know what they're doing. All right. Well, we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, on Cruise Control Radio, but we're going to take a break right now and be right back. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. Your on-air automotive magazine, Fred Staub, Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. Started off this hour talking about the difference. Wall Street love. Or dislove. <laughs> yes, they love indeed. Tesla. They're not so happy about GM. They love Tesla because they build electric cars. They're not so happy about GM because they want to build electric cars. All right. Uh, well, Wall Street <laughs> because they can they can sell stocks. Let Let's move on. Let's move on yeah, because that's right. Our listeners love new product and less. We've got a lot of new product coming out. I think these are things that would have been revealed at the uh, car shows. Uh, uh, Of course, a couple of weeks ago, we had Jonathan Rivers on from Acura talking about the brand new TLX, which was revealed. By the way, if you want to check that out, it's on our uh, podcast edition, if you missed it. And if you're an Acura fan, the, he talked a lot about the TLX, but that was a summertime reveal. Check out this schedule. And we've got some video of this next vehicle up on our Facebook page, our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page. If you head over there and like us, that would be great. Uh, The Lexus IS is going to debut at 7 p.m. on June 15th. Wednesday. We'll be checking that out. Uh, We've got some video up there on the site. Um, 
It is a pretty cool-looking vehicle. The F-Sport model will probably have the 3.5-liter V6 engine with a very stout 311 horsepower. Uh, and then the current model, a 2-liter turbocharged engine, will probably be a carryover. That's got 241 horsepower and 258 pound-feet of torque. Um, they say uh, they, there might be, they might still keep the 5-liter V8 exclusively for the U.S. Mm. market wow. in the IS-500. Well, it's a very smooth V8. I'm sure it is. But V8s are becoming rarer than hound's tooths, aren't they? That is also true, but uh, Lexus is a premium brand, and you know uh, it, it's kind of a kind of an image they like to keep. Well, they're going to have sportier looks, sharper handling, and a revamped interior, perfect it's for active lifestyle. For the bottoms of active lifestyle people, yes, yes, <laughs> for the for the relaxed active lifestyle people luxurious lifestyle active people <laughs> yes they have yes. they have um uh you know kayaks with uh wood paneling on the inside right <laughs> open uh, pour well, wood paddling that's right and uh and training wheels for... <laughs> so not to be undone nissan is also going to show on the 15th the brand new Rogue. There's a lot of leaked photos around on that as well, but that's going to uh, be revealed on Monday at 9 a.m. And uh, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, this is a big deal because the Rogue is a huge seller for them, but it's also uh, been, you know, not the most exciting styling. I agree. Um and they've uh, done that Motion V front end. They've done a modern take on that. They've freshened the back and front of the vehicles. There, this is not just your mid-cycle. You know, let's change the wheel design and let's uh, change the grill and maybe add a feature here or there. This is a bigger freshening than that. And I think that's kind of been the trend that they've really have um, tried to step it up and make things really interested. As we said. A model's life uh, is very quick nowadays, may, maybe three years max, and then people get it tired is, of it. You know, they want the customer to walk into the showroom and say, wow, what's that? Yes. Now, I kind of say that when I look at the interior shot. It's got that uh, diamond pleated uh, upholstery in there. And the other thing I notice, in the center of the dash, it's got the stand-up tablet-style uh, display and one of the areas I think that Nissan has lagged behind other manufacturers is in infotainment. Just a quick look at that. We don't. We'll know more obviously uh, on Monday when this is revealed. But just a quick look at that. The icons look bigger. It look. It looks. The graphics are bolder on that, and I think uh, that's going to be a major play for them to get up to date when it comes to infotainment. Yeah. Nothing says out of date than a, a cheapy infotainment system, does it? That's right. Uh, and 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 I I think you're right. Certainly I was in the the new Sentra and everything looks very up to date in that. I'm sure they've done the same thing with the Rogue. Um, it, it's 
And you're right, <laughs> nothing uh, makes you feel like something is obsolete, like like uh, like old fashioned instruments or uh, you know infotainment that's kind of the equivalent of a of a uh, eight track tape player. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think Nissan's gonna do a good job here with the with the interior. It also has one of those stubby shifters that are kind of kind of uh, uh you have to learn a little bit how to use them i have one right now in the uh, uh lexus i'm driving and it's a little hard to use you have to figure it out you know what i mean by stubby it, it no longer yeah, goes right. back and forth you kind of it almost has a gate to it you have to push it sideways because yeah, it's the, basically a switch it's basically a switch and the idea there is don't have the shift in your way don't have a, a big shifter going back and forth. Uh, what else can we see from this picture? Well, it looks like a lot of piano black. It looks like uh, um, there is a rotary selection for all-wheel drive or different terrains, something like that. So, uh, and, and the other thing that we notice on new vehicles, wireless charging for your smartphone, and the yep. phone is right there integrated into the console because it is ever more a big part of the vehicle it's isn't it? controlling your life uh, <laughs> it is controlling and, your life and yes another thing you're seeing everywhere is flat bottom steering wheels yeah that started with formula one is it because people have big thighs or what is it uh i'm i'm not going to comment <laughs> okay of uh, you know hey that's fine. I, I found that flat bottom steering wheel interesting, especially when it comes on like a, like a Nissan Versa or, or something like that. They, yeah, I believe that's it. right. Uh, but probably more than anything, as you know, they go into corporate steering wheels and that goes into every vehicle. So if it goes into one, it goes into all of them, whether it's the most expensive or least exactly. expensive. So. So two new reveals, as I said, also we'll tell you that uh, Kia is revealing a sedan on June 30th. Ford is revealing the F-150 on, the June, on June 25th. I actually got an invite to that virtual shindig. Um, the food's not as good as it used to be, though. <laughs> you know, no, that's, I was going to complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not being fed properly these, or at all at these uh, reveals. It is the new reality, my friend, the new reality. It is that. Um, and then, of course, coming up will be the Bronco. Uh, yes, the Bronco will be revealed at some point, right? It will. I believe that before this summer is over, um, people will actually see them in the showrooms. Wow. They'll buy one, but I believe they'll see one. Big prediction there from Les Jackson on Cruise Control Radio. Hey, plenty more to go. When we come back, we're going to talk about Subaru powering up their popular Crosstrek. I see a lot of Crosstreks on the road around here, Les, don't you? I do, too. Uh, I don't see as, as many as I do um, the, um, the Foresters. Okay. But I see a lot of cross trucks. And the Dodge Durango is getting a new version. You know, uh, having a, a new version or a new uh, appearance package is big over at Dodge. They sell a lot of vehicles that way, so we'll tell you what, what's available there. And then also the Corvette Museum reopens. And I believe, Les, you may have an at-the-wheel review, right? I 
we'll be happy to talk about the Nissan Sentra. All right. All that and more. Stay buckled up because that is just a whirlwind of information coming your way on Cruise Control Radio. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. It's all there. CruiseControlRadio.com. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred at the respective microphones. Yeah. Uh, Because we don't have a steering wheel, we're... Being socially uh, distant. Socially distant. (laughs) um, Which... Which uh, many people ask uh, ask me to be socially distant from them, and have for years. (laughs) But anyway, um, over at Subaru... Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they've really addressed a whole bunch of uh, customer, uh, not necessarily complaints, but but you know, gee, I wish you had done this kind of comments. Yeah, we're talking about the 2021 Subaru Crosstrek, which is their smallest uh, CUV. It's actually qualifies as a subcompact CUV. Right. Although it's it's not that small actually when you see them on the road they're they're have good room in the back and they uh you know have good style uh and uh the problem on them the knock if there was any knock on them they're very very popular uh but if there was any knock on them was that they didn't have enough power uh they had 152 horsepower and 100 and 45 pound feet of torque from that two liter boxer four cylinder, the fave of Subaru. They all, they're all boxers except for, or are they all boxers now? I don't know. Uh, Yes, they're all boxers. All right. Uh, They're still all boxers. Okay. So, uh, but of course, you know, they've got great all wheel drive. They got the X mode with hill descent. They got a CVT transmission. They've got excellent, um, safety software like Subaru's EyeSight safety system, which is standard across the board, uh, including adaptive crews with lane centering, pre-collision braking, pre-collision throttle management, lane departure prevention, lead vehicle start alert. <laughs> that that uh, actually That's... gives you an alert when the car in front of you has moved. Yes, awesome. as in stop texting and and start moving yes and uh auto stop start and si drive with sport and intelligent driving modes well the big news for 2021 is if you opt for the more premium vehicles uh the sport or the limited trim they're gonna drop in the 2.5 liter boxer engine making 182 horsepower and 176 pound feet of torque those extra ponies will be welcomed in this platform less because that's one yeah. of the the things people have been saying. This is a great vehicle, but it's not very powerful. It's not and very peppy. That's right. These days, uh, people really have gotten rather spoiled. I mean, you expect a car to be peppy, to be nimble, to be responsive. Um, and the Crosstrek, when you drive it, is just just feels a little bit sluggish. 
Yeah, it feels a little bit heavy, a little bit sluggish. Uh, but it's otherwise, it's a great car, great space, uh, that incredibly capable all-wheel drive system. And, um, you know, uh, all the safety features, I, you know, great vehicle. Another thing, uh, I'm not sure about this, but reading through the press release from our friends at Subaru, I don't think that they have... Um, that they're going to offer a heated steering wheel on this vehicle because that's another thing. If you read the Subaru forums, people really want the heated steering wheel. Oddly, it's available in Europe. It's available in Canada, but they don't sell it in the U.S. Isn't that weird? I mean, it's all wired for it. Why wouldn't they have, you know, just charge an extra $100 or something? I, you know, I don't know. Um, but uh, I find that weird, especially in a vehicle that remember these things are popular in Maine and New Hampshire and places like that, right? Yeah. Uh, there have been people that have tried to adapt it, but I don't think the wiring is there for it. So it it just seems Hmm. weird that for some reason they wouldn't put that in there. It's not like, uh, you know, well, we gave you the safety stuff. Uh, so you don't get the heated steering wheel. I think they should just include it all. You know, I don't know. They do. If you get the all-weather package in the premium, you do get heated front seats, windshield, and exterior mirrors, body color, exterior mirrors, and the dual USB inputs. But I don't... But not the wheel. Not the wheel. That's yeah. very strange. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I bet the button knockout is there on the dashboard, but they just don't do it. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, let's move over to uh, Honda getting a cyber attack. Uh, This knocked out some car production in their North American factories, the factories that build Honda Accord and the Acura ILX. Uh, That's the plant in Marysville, Ohio, plant that they've been using for many years. Um, And uh, there was no loss of data, apparently, but they were cyber attacked and they had to shut down production for a while uh pretty scary don't don't you think to have a an attack shut down a uh auto plant well it is scary and if it was if it did it pretty easily that's even more scary because somebody could start disrupting all of the country's industry yeah and And that's a big fear it they say no personal information was revealed in any one of these situations, but uh, you know what? How could it shut down production? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what happened. Whether it was, you know, maybe it's the actual automation system for uh, welding and that. Who knows? I don't know. We don't have well, much, too much more information here. No. Uh, how long was it shut down? That was. Uh, well, temp- they just say they were shut down temporarily. They don't say. Yeah, probably a day. Mm. Restarted again. Uh, the latest cyber attack came at a bad time for Honda while they were closed. Of course, like everything else for COVID. But uh, nobody, by the way, nobody claimed responsibility for it. Uh, they believe that this was state-sponsored due to the attack's complexity and professionally written code it wasn't some (laughs) this is the quote they weren't (laughs) they weren't done by some amateur living in his mother's basement 
<laughs> there, um, I have a neighbor who's um, on a special, um, well, let's just say it's a response uh, team with the Pentagon. Their mm-hmm. job is to, well, monitor danger for the country. And he said that the Pentagon, the, the, there are cyber attack attempts on the Pentagon every day. Wow. Every day. And probably and multiples. Oh, probably multiple. He, he won't. He won't go into any further. It's uh, not the guy. But... It's not the guy in his mom's basement doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. This is because if they is... find you and you did that, you're not going to be oh, a happy person. You, you're, you're going to be visited by some extremely angry people. <laughs> yes, uh, who will put you up for a while. In a small uh, facility. That's right. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky, they'll put you up for a while. Yes. Hey, let's move over to uh, Dodge. The Dodge Durango SRT is available for order with the exclusive new Redline Stripe package. You know, they love specialty packages over at Dodge. They sell that's a lot right. of them. They sell well. It, this one, uh, they dropped in the 475 horsepower 6.4 liter hemi v8 it was announced at the 2020 chicago auto show this redline stripe package now it is a real thing that you can order it's matte black with red stripes uh up the center right down the roof and all the way down the back end so i i have to say this um i would be rather embarrassed to drive this <laughs> i would it's, like it all in white without the stickers on it same and, here i mean it, it looks like a white paper box that somebody didn't pull the packing strip off the <laughs> seams where the box it, it it's just too much well it uh, caught it and this retails for 12.95 holy mackerel yeah i'd, I'd like hmm. it looking cleaner without Without the tape, uh, it would stripe. be much cleaner. This is just a little bit too, a little bit too Harry High School. It would be uh, a boy, boy racer. They used to call that boy racer. Uh, yeah, I think it would yeah. look cool because you would think it's just a plain white Durango with exactly. some nice wheels. And, and, you know, and it has the hood scoops and the wheels and you know, all the stuff that you know. Anybody that knows about fast cars knows. Oh, okay, this thing is going to be fast. Right. Uh, the stripes, I you know, just don't. It's like uh, that's, if you have to say you're fast, you're not fast, huh? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a bridge too far. Mm. Well, here's some good news. The National Corvette Museum opened up uh, this week back in business. They have a display called 60 Years of Mid-Engine Corvette Design. It's going to look at a lot of the prototypes and uh, ideas, including the Serve 1, Serve 2, and Astro 2 aluminum-bodied Corvettes that were experimental. And we'll tell you a little bit more about those displays when we come back. Les, you're going to review what? The 2020 Nissan Sentra. Less at the wheel when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. 
Welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. We were talking about the Corvette Museum now reopened, um, even though it was very popular without being open because people <laughs> wanted to see the big hole. Well, they couldn't uh, see that from the outside. No, the same, the but they home. could see a display on it. And uh, anyway, it's fixed, and they've got a whole bunch of new stuff, including the uh, the mid-engine exhibit uh, with original renderings. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. I'd like to have one of those. <laughs> well, you can't go down there and take it off the wall, Les. Uh, no, I've been, I've been specifically told not to do that. Yeah. Uh, they've got all the mid-engine cars here. The 1986 Corvette Indy, which was a mid-engine all-wheel drive Corvette powered by the 2.65 liter Indy V8. But that would be terrible in traffic. Imagine the idle oh, quality. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 these, those engines do not like traffic. So you have to keep it uh, at, you know, at seven, 8,000 RPM to idle it. <laughs> That's right. And, Imagine and, uh, working you know, the clutch in that car. That must be great. Oh, and the... <laughs> And the uh, the the owner's manuals say do not idle for more than three minutes in traffic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll, it'll overheat. Yeah, uh, the seventies two rotor Wankel engine based on the VW Porsche yep. nine fourteen. Yep, it was. Yeah, that I want. I I have never seen a picture of that engine, uh, nor have I seen a, a drawing of the layout in the car. It was going to be a mid engine car for seventy four. They thought it should have been mid-engine when it was revealed, and now they finally made it mid-engine. <clears throat> a little long, long time to uh, do that. Thirty-six years later, yeah. So this, this uh, forty-six years. This display actually traces that long road to mid-engine uh, design for the Corvette. They also have, as we said earlier, that there's a 1953 Corvette, I believe it was, that was. <laughs> in a grocery store in the basement for some reason the owner of the grocery store or chain of grocery stores thought i'm going to hide this thing underground in this concrete bunker and that's what he did for many many years eventually they had to sell the store his daughter had to pay three thousand dollars to have it uh you know jackhammered out she had no place to put it. She put it in her um, living room. <laughs> well, eventually hey, it was sold, uh, and then it was sold again. Uh, I don't quite know what happened, but uh, apparently uh, someone uh, at auction offered them $99,000 for it. They said that wasn't enough. Uh, and then it changed hands again, and now it is on display at the Corvette Museum. So... Corvette with a with a weird weird history to it, right? Very strange. They're out there though. Uh, of every every type of of car is out there uh, in in similar stories where somebody bought them and just kind of put them up. Yep. Uh, and they're out. They really are out there. It um, was stored in as new condition with less than twenty four hundred miles on the odometer. Um. And it it had the guy had a porthole that you could look through, and he had two light bulbs in there, so you could see it. Yeah. Eventually, one light bulb burned out, but there's no way to go in there and change the light bulb. <laughs> That's right, design but flaw. They, <laughs> but they deteriorate in there because the the concrete and the block hold uh, hold moisture, and yeah. it just it just destroys everything. Yeah, just who, well, I would rather enjoy the car than 
Well, me too. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to drive it as your everyday car, but just, no. just use it. I would enjoy the car, and and rather than it uh, sitting sitting in there and just rotting away, it's stupid. So, let's go over to you. But you have something a little bit more modern. I don't believe you uh, put your press car into a concrete bunker. You probably actually drove it, didn't you? And I what... actually drove it. It's the uh, 2020 Nissan Sentra. Now this is the all new Sentra. Uh, so stop thinking about the Sentra as being a little. Uh, a little entry-level car because it's not little and it's not entry-level. It's really, uh, it's the real thing. As a matter of fact, I had it parked next to my full-size 2009 Mazda 6 and they're the same size. Wow. <laughs> so, so there you are. Anyway, it's uh, powered, by the way, it's two-tone paint. It's white with a black top. I love two-tone paint. I just was driving the uh, Toyota hatchback and it had that and it really, yeah. it really pops. It's just great. Anyway, uh, two liter uh, four cylinder engine, of course, because it's a Nissan and it's 149 horsepower. Still running the CVT mm -hmm. transmission, which Nissan does the best job of yeah. any of them on it. Mm -hmm. um, interesting stuff. It has active understeer control. Okay. I'm not sure. It's quite cool. Yeah. Uh, so so you can't go into a, a turn and understeer. It won't let you do that. Um, all sorts of safety stuff. This is all standard, by the way, standard for $21,430. Uh, and that's uh, collision warning. It's pedestrian detection. It's rear automatic braking, obviously front automatic braking, uh, rear cross traffic alert, uh, intelligent uh, uh, driver uh, alertness system, mm -hmm. uh, automatic dimming headlights. Wow, that these used are, to be a premium these are things feature. That, these are great, and and they're they're important to have. Yeah, uh, high beam assist. Uh, Love that. Um, all of the other stuff that everybody gets with airbags and you know you name it, uh, anti lock brakes, all of that things. Uh, as far as Comfort goes, terrific seats, uh, very, very comfortable. There's nothing inexpensive feeling or looking about the interior. It looks like quality materials. A really, really smooth ride, mm -hmm. uh, which I happen to be like. I'm, I'm just a, I'm a stickler for that. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an eight-inch color display, as we were talking about with the Rogue. In fact, it looks very much like the the, the tablet of the, stand up of the new road right a tablet raised up on the dash not doesn't interfere with your forward vision um and android auto uh, apple carplay uh, steering work? wheel controls bluetooth everything is completely up to date this particular one uh, has 18 inch wheels mm -hmm. so mid-size uh, wheels the probably the entry is 17 right, right? Right. Um, again, smooth. Uh, it's very smooth riding, uh, and incredibly quiet on the road. That's wow. you know you you think of a Sentra as being okay. It's a basic car. I'm not expecting a whole lot, but I was remarking to one of my uh, neighbors that this thing 
drives and feels like a Lexus did about eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, I love this car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really love it this car. It makes sense. It's a car that makes sense. And now it does have uh, some extras in the package. Uh, it has the premium package, which has um, the LED headlights, power sliding uh, sunroof. Uh, heated steering wheel, Fred. He, yeah, uh, heated seats, leatherette seats, six-way mm-hmm. power seats, uh, premium audio system, and um, and the lighting package, the ground lighting that we enjoy so much when you open the doors. Oh yeah, all of that. The two-tone paint is, uh, you know, is an option. But it's worth it. It um, looks cool. Well, it, it is worth it. So all and the destination charges all of that still adds up to only twenty five thousand eight hundred and twenty five dollars what kind of mileage does that get okay 37 highway 28 city wow Um, i averaged 35 and and you know i don't i don't nurse it no so Uh, it's just it's just a great car cool deal something to look for you don't have to spend a lot for a car to get a car with all the safety gear no and good mileage all right well thank you for that Les. time for me to say i'm fred staub i'm les jackson we're gonna see you down the road bye Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.